welcome, dear listener, and a special hello to our listener in America. I hope you're enjoying Weekend at Crombie's and all of our offshoots. This evening's 12 Days of Crombie will be the Santa Claus. My name is Dr. James Evans. Hey, Charlie, do you like Osobuco? And I'm Hugh. Isn't that a pretty picture? Santa rolling down the block in a panzer. <laughs> Very good. Very yes, good. Um, get your um, fountain pens ready and uh, get yourself a tooled up lawyer because tonight we'll be signing the Santa Claus, oh, won't I, we? I, I, oh, I, come I on wondered you. where you were going with that. <laughs> come on, you. Woo, that's not bad going, is it? Indeed. Oh, that was completely off the cuff. So this is uh, probably one of the uh, the biggest movies based on a rather flaccid pun, which is the Santa Claus, but it's Claus <laughs> with an E, which they do have to explain several times. <laughs> several times as well. It's the Santa Claus. What? Yeah. Claus, not yeah. Claus, Claus. <laughs> Look, here's the card. You can see it around the edge. And then they have to explain, like, you sign legal documents, yeah? So a clause is a part of a legal document. It is ripping comedy. <laughs> this guy who he's been who who's been talked to is um, one of the most successful um, toy manufacturers in America. He's going to know what a clause is, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to know. Uh, either way, so let's begin with this. Uh, so it's uh, it's uh, the, our leading character is Scott Calvin. Same initials, you see, SC, um, and played by Tim Allen. Uh, probably his pomp, actually. He was uh, he was yeah. both you know Buzz Lightyear and had his, his sitcom series going on. What was his uh, sitcom called? Home Improvement. Oh, that was it. Yeah, Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he is he is a, a marketing director for a toy company. So he makes toys, so mm. to speak. Um, but um, yeah, he's he's a stranger. He's divorced from his wife, so he has shares custody with his son. And basically, we begin with his son coming over for a rather rubbish Christmas Eve, where he burns the turkey, like has really <laughs> rubbish decorations. It's all very just downbeat. And uh, and we we've we commented before that the nineties were not kind to fathers. Scott Calvin's rubbish. He's he's not he's not even entertainingly bad. He's he doesn't just even bad. try, does he? No, it's not like in the, the liar lie Jim Carrey where he's doing the claw and he's chasing them around. It's just like, yeah. Scott's a bit rubbish uh, yeah, and he's he a bit is. rubbish. So they, he takes him to a, a Denny's for their Christmas meal where he's surrounded by other divorced dads who also... <laughs> That's quite, quite both, a funny scene. Funny, yeah. Funny and... and and pathetic in many ways. Yeah. But so it's another thing. Christmas Eve, um, well, also, again, this is the reason why he's bad. He can't really be bothered to read The Night Before Christmas to his son. Yeah. He's like, his, his son is drifting off. On, he's got custody on Christmas Eve, you yeah. know, dreams of sugar plums in this boy's head. And he goes, Night Before Christmas, blah, 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 blah. Um, and he goes, Oh, you sleep while he sneaks off. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah. it. But then the. Uh, it is what always happens, though. And you sneak off and then they wake up. Oh, I want constant. a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daddy, can I have one more hug? Oh, okay. You had one last Christmas, for God's sake. Anyway, so uh, on on Scott's roof, he hears a clatter. He runs out, and without much prompting, the Santa Claus drops off his roof and dies. <laughs> so, dies I mean, yeah. No one really mentions death. him. No, it's after really, that. Yeah, so uh, 
So Santa Claus, um, he has a business card because basically Scott thinks he's just murdered a hobo. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so Scott and Charlie Bath, they're kind of prodding the, the corpse. Uh, they find a letter, uh, a card saying, you know, my name's Santa Claus. If anything happens to me, put on the suit, the reindeer will know what to do. And yeah. they know that, that there's now a, rain, a sleigh and reindeer on his roof. Uh, so Scott, the, the, the body disappears, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi style. Yeah. Uh, so that they, they now find the suit. Scott is not believing any of this. He thinks basically he's murdered a hobo in a Santa suit. Um, and now for some reason, he can't quite explain this reindeer. Well, well, yeah. And, you know, in, in that there is a significant leap of faith that um, he takes from fundamentally not believing what he's seeing. Yeah. And yeah. putting the Santa outfit on. Yes. Yeah. That happens very quickly. Does he? Does he? Because he's cold. They kind of like. They kind of like. They yeah, don't rig it a little. Just go bit. indoors. <laughs> well, but, look, I think. I think more so than putting on the Santa outfit, he's climbing up the ladder to the reindeer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting in the sleigh. Yeah. I mean, so all of this yeah. happens like you know. I I do not believe this, but I'm going to do this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what yeah. happens. If it's, it's got to happen, otherwise it's no film. Yeah. But yeah. but but you're you're right in that you know Scott and Charlie, without much preamble, zip up this ladder and jump into the sleigh <laughs> and get yeah. going. Because <laughs> that isn't it, yeah. what would happen, is it? <laughs> before, yeah, wouldn't you just love a movie of like Scott trying to rehouse these reindeer, like going around these <laughs> national parks, and, and they keep yeah. flying? It's like, a, yeah, it'd uh, be but, great. You first yeah. of all, you'd call the police, you'd get an ambulance round, yeah. then you'd rehouse the reindeer, and in the meantime, no child would get any presents. Yeah, because of course Scott uh, does end up popping the suit on and finds himself basically dragged by magic down every chimney and a non-chimney there is, and he starts delivering presents and all this kind of stuff in a very curmudgeonly grudging way. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the kids wake up and it's like, I can't have your milk. I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. Uh, Equally, uh, you know, getting getting on with business. You know, he might be a bit grumpy, but he's getting on with it, isn't he? He sorts the whole thing out. Um, so, yeah, he, he delivers <laughs> yeah, he all does. the presents. Uh, you know, the, the, they take him to the North Pole, where the uh, he's surrounded by elves, played by little children, um, who are, of course, thousands of years old. Um, and they, they show him around. They explain to him that by putting on the suit, he has accepted the clause in oh, the contract. The, the what, Santa you? Clause. The what? The Santa Claus, which, if I can understand it, is some kind of symbiotic <laughs> parasite that as soon as the suit goes on, it will absorb yeah. you like the xenomorph alien and yeah. change your biological structure from within until you have no option and no free will left in your life. Now, I tell you what, that is a film that, you know, <laughs> if, if this could have been made very differently, couldn't yeah, this is incredible. Film. This is like an outer yeah. like So, yeah, he, uh, so, so he has he's told you have 11 months to put your life in order and then you're yeah. Santa forever until someone kills you. And then, and then they become Santa. You um, imagine if 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 this wasn't directed by John Pasquin, yeah. but rather David Cronenberg. Yeah. Wowie. <laughs> oh, I'd love a Cronenberg attempt at this. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, so so Scott is kind of bar humbugging his way through the whole thing. Some little little Charlie is charmed, obviously, because he's in the yeah. North Pole, surrounded by elves. Um, and and then he wakes up, you know, Christmas morning. Um, yeah. in in his Santa Claus pajamas to prove yeah. it wasn't a dream. But other than that, all is as it should be. Um, yeah. except for the fact that yeah, um, Charlie is insistent that his dad was Santa Claus, and they did ride around in the sleigh, and all this happened. He's obsessed, uh, which you would be if you were like six, right? And he that is. happened. Yeah, he's only six because they they remake oh. a play of like it's time he knew the truth. It's like he's he's still a little kid. He's um, six, I think, in this. It's, yeah, I'm sure well, they mentioned him six. Yeah, it's like well, come on. 
Yeah, well, then his mum and his mum's new husband, uh, so Laura and, and Dr. Neil, they're kind of hard on him because they're like, you know, we should turn yeah. to now. It's about time he knew. Because um, yeah. basically, when Laura and Dr. Neil pick up Charlie, they are very hard on the fact that, um, Char- that Scott is not Santa Claus and did not do this trip and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and, and this continues to escalate to the fact that, you know, they think that Scott is brainwashing young yeah. Charlie. To the they, point where he loses custody. That's how it ends, yeah, because it, it, it kind of gets a bit bleak <laughs> in the whole thing. So, it does, really. Uh, they're like, he's not, he's not, you've stopped lying to our son and all this kind of stuff. Um, Charlie, uh, Dr. Neil, of course, is played by uh, Judge, Judge Reinhold. Um, Indeed, yes. Uh, and and who's, who's basically a, you know, a very, I believe in facts and I'm a yeah. psychiatrist and I will do this kind of stuff. I wonder if this is Judge Reinhold's last big film. Uh, might have been, yeah. I don't remember him <laughs> in anything else after this. Mind you, the interesting thing is, yeah, if, if the 90s didn't like fathers, they hate stepfathers. I mean, Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. There's also Gremlins, too. Yeah. Uh, d- yeah, oh, like, yeah. He is a complete scumbag. It's like, yeah, how dare he, you know? <laughs> how dare he? How dare he have a, a vocation? Yeah, how dare, right. <laughs> how dare, how dare he? How dare he study for yeah. his for his career? How dare he try to, try to instruct Charlie in any kind of way at all, have an influence on his life, this boy who's living with him. You should just ignore him completely. But anyway, so young Charlie, who we haven't mentioned, is played by Jay, uh, no, it's not Jake Lloyd, is it? It's, um, it's Eric Lloyd. It's, it's, uh, it's yes. J- Jake Lloyd's brother. With what Jake the Lloyd. hell's going on? Yeah, so Jake Lloyd, who was, of course, in Jiggle All The Way, says now Eric Lloyd is playing the son in this. So there's some kind of, yeah, of... of, of uh, a pact there, isn't genetic there? A... stream of young boys <laughs> played in who went off the rails movie. soon after the films were then, made. Yeah, but went went to play in Christmas movies. The sons of um, so yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. some strange continuity of mid nineties bad father and the Lloyd progeny uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> involved in this. But um, if I ever write a book as well, Hugh, it'll be called the Lloyd progeny. <laughs> <laughs> like the boys from Brazil, but uh, yeah. more insane. <laughs> so then so that's that's about half an hour to the film. Most of the rest of the film is taken up basically getting Scott from where he is to being Santa. Um yeah. and 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 that's it. It's basically without, how, without really any humorous interludes. That's the thing. They're saying how many how many ways can we do this? And it's not yeah. massively played for last. Basically, yeah. Scott finds himself putting on weight. He gets a belly like a bowl full of jelly. He starts growing. <laughs> yeah. His hair turns white. He starts growing a beard really fast. To the point where he shaves it off and it comes back immediately. Yeah. Um, he starts. Uh, I love that, by the way. Oh, yeah, well, stop, stop the missus moaning. Instant beard. Um, yeah, yeah, because she's always like, oh, I'll shave the beard off. Hey, I can't. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I'm stuck with it. It pops back, uh, and and that's pretty much it. He just morphs into the body of Santa Claus. Uh, like he gets the naughty list sent to him, which is reams and reams of stuff. Uh, yeah. He see, he seems to know who is naughty and nice instinctively. Um, yeah. And there's also and, another weirdly um, sleazy scene where he, you know, he's naming the children. Oh, that's little Tommy, naughty. That's uh, little um, Chris. He's he's nice. Oh, Susan, she's nice. In yes. your dreams. Yeah, so, so, yeah, Susan is a fully grown woman who sat yeah. past him. That's yeah. very nice, yeah. <laughs> or very naughty, whatever it is. It's, it's creepy yeah, either it's way. Like, it's a bit and like I, it's a bit like the um, it's a bit like Bill Murray in Scrooged, where he kisses that woman, and it's just really weird. I was going to say it's a bit like the moment in um, Bruce Almighty when he achieves godlike powers and uses it to send a gust of wind up a woman's skirt, <laughs> and it's like, how is it whenever these men acquire godlike powers, they immediately turn into perverts? <laughs> And everyone's going, yes, what you do, isn't it? It's like, not really. It's like, well, it's first, not it's... all I do. First reaction of God is, can I make a gust of wind blow up someone's skin? No, no, no. Yeah, I'll right. tell you what I'd do, right? I would... <laughs> Please I... don't. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I... 
<laughs> I would I would make sure that that no human being on Earth would go hungry, and I get a gust of wind to blow up a lady's skirt. You know, I think people will forgive me that. I think if so. I, I think end world hunger. I think yeah, there'd be one way to put the statue, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Pervert ends world hunger. <laughs> Brilliant! Oh, I'd love that. I mean, that's no, not no, me personally, but that just that'd be per- that'd be perfect, wouldn't it? Those epitaphs. So anyway, so we, we go through this again. It's it's um he also ends up you know um children obviously instinctively recognise him as Santa, and he ends up you know there's one scene where he's watching a football game with Scott in it, and then these little row of kids start queuing up to tell him what they want for Christmas. What a weird. I quite like the fact they just they just accept it. It's like, yeah, yeah I, true, I, I, it? I want a dolly. It's like, what are you talking yeah. about? I want a dolly for Christmas. A what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They, Why are you just, talking to me? Yeah, so that's quite fun. There is a thing, um, again, which feels like bits were cut from the movie because um, Scott kind of, he, he first he comes into, like the only time in this toy company is when he comes in in, yeah. in sweatpants because he's gained a bit of weight. And, and everyone's reaction is like, he's just covered in with a severed head under his arm. It's like, oh, he's a bit fatter. It's like, and then his boss takes like, Scott, get a grip for God's sake. It's like, whoa, these people are. In fact, the guy playing his boss is quite a hefty chap himself. He's not light on his feet. Um, no, he's not, is he? Is it uh, Peter Boyle? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. it's not like it's, Yeah, it's like, yeah. Look, take a look in the mirror, Mister yeah. Whittle. Yeah, but the but the one the one thing that happens is they they yeah they advertise basically a Santa driving a military tank because it's the it's, it's the new Turbo Man of the Year. Um, and and Scott you know flies off the handle saying you can't Santa can't ride a tank. Why can't yeah. we? But that's he it. He doesn't really know why he's doing it, does he? No, he's but, just, but also, yeah, but that is it. You don't see you don't see the employers anymore. Yeah, you don't see the, the gradual him him no. the gradual satisfaction in his job or the fact that he maybe turns it around and they decide maybe they won't have Santa driving a tag. That's mm. it. It's a one off gag saying, Isn't it funny? He's no longer a cynical corporate marketing <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. And then we go off. Um but as I say, this just continues as, you know, Laura and Neil keep saying he's not Santa. He I don't think he ever says he is, but it's Charlie's Dev, dev, yeah. definitely insisting it uh, to the point where they they get they haul him before a judge like on Christmas Eve and take away his visitation rights. It's a bit much in here on Christmas Eve. Come on. Where, whereupon yeah. Scott then you know, gets all the Santa gear, but then kidnaps Charlie to go on a Santa ride. Yeah. Charlie's... And then there's, a, there's almost like another film yes. where he's on the run with Charlie. Yeah, he's on the run with Charlie because he's kidnapped his son now. Yeah. Um, the police arrest him. He goes to jail. Uh, Charlie and the elves break him out. So there's like yeah. fun and games where you know, little kids get to get one over on grown-ups by yeah. know, doing their tricks. They get back in the sleigh. He delivers it all. And pretty much by the end of it, um, oh, they, they say that, yeah, that he's... He's he never visitation rights back, but he's going off to be Santa forever, so not really. <laughs> yeah, but then there's so, this magical thing that no one has ever heard of before where yeah. Santa Claus can be called. Yeah, because he's got a snow globe, he's going to shake the snow globe, and Scott will come back anytime Charles him, so it's all okay. I was thinking, what if he's on the toilet when, <laughs> when he's summoned? Like, yeah, you'd be so Because he's given no warning. So he's like, no. Exactly, or even worse. What if he's blowing um, air up a woman's skirt and Charlie calls him away? There are some things you don't want to imagine Father Christmas doing. <laughs> let's just leave it at that. <laughs> you know, let's yeah, let's keep the spirit of Christmas alive. Um, with, yeah, you're right. With, with that, yeah, with that, we we have our movie. It's 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 the end, and ta-da. <laughs> Nicely put, you. <laughs> well, um, yeah, there you go. Um, I, I mean, let's let's. Um, rummage around our sacks <laughs> a little bit <laughs> and um, squeeze down some chimneys and uh, once we've done that we'll be back for a bit more Santa Claus
Welcome back, dear listener. And uh, also welcome back to our German listener. Um, Guten Tag. That's about as much as I'm going to do. I apologize profoundly. And if you do still want to keep listening, we very much appreciate your support. Thank you. Um, Well, look. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, the uh, the Santa Claus. Um, what? Where, where do we? Where do we begin with this? Um, <sighs> so this is actually I I'd never seen this before. There no, are lots. Either. There are lots of Christmas films of a certain age, the mid nineties, yeah. um, that quite literally passed me by because I was probably a little bit too old to be dealing with the kind of nonsensical Christmasiness, which this is, yeah. um, but was probably. Um, you know, and also I was just burgeoning into my teenage years. Ah, I was too cool for the Santa Claus and films of this ilk. You know, I'm not watching this. And then, of course, as you get older, there's literally no reason to watch the Santa Clauses there, you know, until you have children. Um, and even then, I think it's it's debatable whether you need to watch it. But so this completely passed me by. And, um, uh, yeah, all, all I know about it is that it's incredibly successful. That's what I was going to say. It's like it passed me by too, but it didn't pass many people by because it made yeah. an absolute fortune, and then and then began a franchise. Dollars. Yeah, nearly yeah. two hundred million dollars at the box office. That is inc- from a twenty million dollar budget, and that that is incredible, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's incredible at a twenty million dollar budget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what was that spent on? Because I've seen Santa Claus the movie, and the reindeer flew a lot better. <laughs> yeah, but that that film had a near hundred million dollar budget. Did it? Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. idiots. <laughs> yeah, the idiots. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You know, here we are. Here we are moaning at the Santa Claus. Santa Claus the movie, right? Uh, a nearly a hundred million dollar budget made a huge loss. No, no one did, really I, thinks about it anymore. I did believe. I did believe the reindeer could fly. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah, exactly. But people don't. People don't need to believe that the reindeer flew, did they? They need what people need is an engaging lead character, with an absolutely scummy stepdad who they can hate, right? That's what they need. That's what um, they need. Did, did you say what they got here was an engaging lead character? No, I didn't say what they got. I said what uh, they need. What they they need. need is an engaging lead actor. And actually, what what I think the Hollywood studios need in this particular context is an actor um, who, you know, maybe isn't as well known in the UK. Tim Allen is, don't get me wrong, he's known in the UK, I guess. But he, he was a huge, huge star in the early 90s late 80s and early 90s and it wouldn't surprise me if the success of this film is based pretty much on his kind of um everyman shtick with the american um audiences i can't i can't think of anything else well is it yeah exactly it was a yardstick to it you know when when toy story was made it was considered oh you've got tom hanks and tim allen two stars of equal worth yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) and you know as i say in the uk you wouldn't i mean he's there were loads there were loads of people like tim allen weren't there you know occasionally you would get um american franchise sitcoms come over to the uk and um his was one of them, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And so you, you just, you know who he was, but it would, you know, Channel 4 at about half past 11 on a Friday night, you'd never watch it. It wasn't but, even that. It was more like Channel 4 at, a, at the 7.30. It was, it was, oh, it maybe was, it very, was. It was very family entertaining. Although I think that was where, um, again, I've got off on a tangent here. Yeah. That was where Pamela Anderson got her first break into media. Really? Yeah, she, she, was, she was Tim Allen's occasional helper who came on you know, with a tool belt and a very small shirt. Wonder if you can get the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're probably better served with Pam Allison DVDs than rewatching the Home Improvement. Oh, you're probably right, actually. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so, so, yeah. so, so anyway, let's, let's talk about so what, what. Yeah, I think you're right in terms of what the success was. So we, let's look at it now. 
Uh, is Scott Calvin, as a character, or the way he's acted, any good in this movie? I would say that Scott Calvin in this movie is Tim Allen's alter ego, isn't he? he I oh, mean, yeah. The, it's Tim Allen, and that's the, that's the issue. If you like Tim Allen, and a lot of Americans seem to like Tim Allen, yeah. you're going to like Scott Calvin. Yeah. He's, and that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Isn't it? Because t- uh, Tim Allen... Outside of Buzz Lightyear, I mean, and let me whisper it, even Buzz Lightyear to a little bit, he's not really that great an actor, is he, a character? Um, Tim Allen isn't all that, (laughs) really. (laughs) Here's the thing. No, he's he's just a bit bland. It's it's, it's quite me. It's like there's nothing... There's no he's energy to his feel performance. Like he's acting. Yeah, he's he's not. There's no. There's not. There's not a frenetic performance there. There's not a, a soul performance. There's not even again, as with Jingle All the Way, a hilariously comedic performance of an enormous man out of his depth and, and delivering lines yeah. with a strong Austrian accent. Yeah. It's just like it's. There's nothing like he will. He'll mutter his way through the punchlines. He'll he'll yeah. slouch from one scene to another. He doesn't seem to be that bothered because maybe he's not that bothered. Um, you know, well, it's it's the Santa Claus. He didn't know it was going to make hundred nine million for him. It was a you know, a quick payday. And I was going to say for a man who you know must have been what like seven eight seasons in a family sitcom, yeah. he's pretty rubbish acting with kids because that in itself is is quite because kid acting is a whole as in like acting with children and getting a performance from them. Like you can pick. I think Nicole Kidman is brilliant at doing this kind of stuff. Uh, even yes, you're right, of, actually. some yeah, of the frenetic comedians point. like Jim yeah. Carrey when he was doing Lila, I thought was really good at really acting. Good. Convincing you yeah. he was a, he was emoting with the child and if, and if you're not you're just delivering your lines to the prop and it felt yeah. like him, he, there was no kept well, in him at charlie at well, all. well you're right actually it's a re- really good um comparison with someone like jim carrey because there's a childlike energy with jim carrey and yeah. actually nicole gibbon's great at that as well yeah, actually, i think yeah she's really good whereas i, well, think I tell tim, you what, yeah. yeah tim allen in this the, the the kind of the historical view of tim allen in the sitcom is that he's almost like it's a family-oriented sitcom but he, he's not I don't think he's massively likable in those in that no. sitcom, is he? He's not supposed to be. He's supposed to be a bit of a, a put upon every man, and he's a bit like that here. Except he's also incredibly wealthy because he run. He's a successful toy maker, and you just think. I think he's come into this film. It's almost improvisational. He's almost coming into it. I don't need to read the script. I don't need to act. What I'll do is I'll be Tim Allen and it'll be funny. And it's just kind of not. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, who does have a childlike energy and would be good acting against kids is Judge Reinhold. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He would have been, if they'd switched it around, I'd have have loved to have Tim Allen as a scumbag and new husband. But Judge Reinhold, he cared because he was in, was it um, it vice versa? Vice versa is a similar thing. Yeah, Yeah. he had a great energy when he was performing different things. And again, he's he's a few years down the road. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate for Judge Reinhold that he is in an excellent body swap film um, in the same year as another excellent body swap film. (laughs) (laughs) Really, right? Um, You know, because that and Big are two very good films. Vice versa is an an exceptional film. And Judge Reinhold's very good in it. And Judge Reinhold actually is very good in this. Yeah, yeah. As well. He plays his smarmy, slightly uh, uh, kind of, I don't know, the stepdad who just pays a little bit too much attention and has his views. He plays it really well. And actually, he's, in the end, his his character arc is quite nice. Yeah, he right? gets an arc. Yeah, he gets, he gets the, an arc. Him and Wendy get an arc, didn't they? Not yeah. Wendy. Um, him and um, Laura, they Laura. get an arc. His yeah. mum, they get an arc, didn't they? Whereas T- Tim Allen, his arc is he becomes Santa Claus, which is just weird. 
that's the other thing. Just like learn we, it. We, we, we mentioned it in the in the, the recap. There's no real moment when he realizes he is Santa Claus or, or realizes what it means. He just no, kind no. of it, just it happens to him in the midpoint in the flabby midpoint of the movie. It just kind of happens, and they make a few it laughs around. He's him. getting yeah, fatter. You're right. Yeah, and it's it's um. It's like, you know, in uh, Bruce Almighty or whatever, this is a realisation when, you know, um, Bruce realises this is what it is to be God and there's a responsibility yeah. and there's a meaning to it. There's Santa is like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, there's like this moment when yeah. he, you know, he's, he, there's no moment when he does sign language to a child. That's how you do Santa Claus. <laughs> you want that moment when he does sign language to a child and you know he really cares. Yeah, And, that's it, and like it, he's yeah. on the soccer pitch and he was just doing it and then he gets, you know, busted by Laura for pretend to be Santa again. It's really strange how they, they add so little Christmas spirit into a movie about Santa Claus. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head where, um, the the santification of scott calvin happens to him it's yeah. not symbiotic yeah. in any way shape or form uh, and so in that regard tim allen becomes this passive character who seems to be slightly agog at thing at everything that's happening to him rather than having any kind of agency in the film um even toward the end where he kidnaps um charlie to take him on um the the, the night's tour as it were it's almost it's almost in, it's almost to, it's to spite Charlie's mum and dad, uh, um, mum and yeah. stepdad, isn't it? Yeah. Not, it's, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing a proper magical father's for Charlie. justice moment. It is, yeah, it is. It's nothing magical for Charlie. Yeah. I mean, it I is guess, magical yeah. for Charlie, but yeah. it's not intended to be. Yeah. And what's going to say, the other thing, um, but see, I, so I, I watched this with, with my kids because, again, I hadn't seen it before, so I, I couldn't judge it until I'd seen it. Um, and and I'd, all I'd seen was rave reviews, you know, made 190 million. Everyone's saying it's our Christmas staple. Yeah. We always watch it, la, la, la. And I think Christmas staples just happen through tradition. You you watch it oh, because you always watched do. it. You don't, there's no qualitative judgment there. Yeah. Um, you don't eat Brussels sprouts because you like them. Exactly, yeah. So I, I suppose two caveats. One is the boys love the fact that you kill Santa, you become Santa. So maybe yeah. that there was something there. But secondly, yeah. why do they have to you know begin with the accidental homicide of Santa? Couldn't they? Like I'm thinking now, you know, if it was more like, you know, Wonderful Life where, you know, Scott's at his lowest point and he meets an old man who goes, do you know what? I, I could do with a break. Could you take over my shift for a while? And then, yeah. you know, and that's it. And Scott learns to be Santa for a year, you know, learns everything about it and it comes back and is a better father for it. And then the real Santa takes over again. The idea that, yeah, Santa ends in death and therefore yeah. Scott's also time is limited to leaf forms off a roof. It feels yeah. weird. It just but feels that, weird. I, I agree with you. But that isn't Tim Allen, is it? That's not his... Yeah, no, that's not Tim Allen at it's all. It's not no. Tim Allen, and and this is a Tim Allen film. It's not a, it's not really, it's not a Christmas film. It's a Tim Allen film. I mean, it is a Christmas film, but it's a, it's a Tim Allen Christmas film. Yeah, it could, it could have been the, the Easter Bunny caveat. Or yeah, it like could that. have been anything. It could have been anything. And a lot of your enjoyment of this film, I think, will depend a lot on whether you fundamentally enjoy Tim Allen's charisma and and uh, persona. Um, and I, uh, you know, yeah, he's, he's I don't know enough yeah. about him to really enjoy Tim Allen. <laughs> I, well, have, having done some rudimentary Googling, it feels like the more you know about Tim Allen, the less you want to know about Tim oh, Allen. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not wise. But yeah. um, also, in it, it's Christmassy nature. Like I say, I, I'd read nothing but reviews saying it's a family movie. We all gather around. It's not a very good family movie in the sense that there are constant grown ups saying, like, is it time they knew? I, yeah. I, it's like, shut up, grown ups. <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, you're watching that with your kids. Yeah. I would presume that, that your children are of an age where Santa Claus is still very real. Absolutely. You, know, you don't want to be me. watching that, do you? As, as, <laughs> yeah, as it is for me too, you're right. Um, 
But like, you watch a Christmas movie where it's it's unquestionable, and the and the 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 adventure is around the world of Santa Claus, whether it's Santa Claus the movie, whether it's Claus, whether it's uh, Arthur yeah. Christmas. It's like it's a fact, and here's the story. It's not about let's have a debate about even like let's have a debate about whether it exists or not, because that's boring as well. Like, of course it is. And also let's and also it's it's not Christmassy. And also if you're gonna do it, you know, like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, that's you have it. You say. have yeah. it. Yeah, you have it unquestioned that he's Santa Claus. Yes. And then. The world around is just getting their head around it, not like yes. a sense of a psychiatrist and a judge and a mother are saying like this is terrible and <laughs> he's child not abuse. Santa Claus. It's child abuse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you have led him on. You have made him have this hallucinatory vision, and yeah. so therefore there is something fundamentally wrong with you. I'm going to withdraw your custody. Uh, yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah, you're but right. also the, th- the thrust of their argument is not that. Um, you're pretending to be a figure that is real and you're not him. It's like there is no such figure. And that's the weird thing too. It's not. It's not yeah. that um, they're saying you. Yeah, you, know, you can't be um, the president because you're not. It's like you know. Yeah. Uh, it's like saying the president yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. You can't possibly. It's like yeah. so it's a weird double double punch. Yeah, yeah, and and you're right because in a film like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, it plays out nicely because there is no question that Chris Kringle yeah. is Santa Claus. He is. Yeah. He just is. And so the principle of that then is everyone, as you say, has to come round to the fact that he is Santa Claus. Whereas here, there is no belief. Yeah, absolutely none. It's it's, it's not a case of it's he is very just, strange. He is delusional, even though there's obviously evidence around there's elves and reindeer and yeah. thing. It feels incredibly hollow because no one's saying that you know Santa, Santa, you're not Santa. Santa lives in the North Pole. Yeah. Santa's fat and jolly. You're nothing well, like it, Santa. Even, but even even um, Scott Calvin is saying that. Isn't yeah, it? So, well, yeah. it was a dream. It was obviously a dream. How could it possibly be a dream? Just yeah. it'd be better just to accept it, because I suppose you know I, I talked earlier about um, it goes very quickly from disbelief of someone falling off the roof to getting up the ladder onto the roof, seeing the reindeer, getting into the sleigh, and putting the um, Santa Claus outfit on. And you know that beggars belief a little bit. Yeah. But if if the film was better at sprinkling some of that Christmas magic about, you'd accept it, wouldn't you? Yeah, but also it goes very quickly from he coming back from the, the adventure and putting on a few pounds saying, why am I gaining weight? To, oh, yeah, clearly I'm Santa now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why it's... am I gaining weight? Come on. Don't you remember the dream? Inverted yeah. commas. And yeah, and then suddenly, oh, yeah, I am Santa. That's it. No question. Why did I ever believe I wasn't? Yeah. I mean, c- come on. Also, Santa's jolly and Santa's nice, and Tim Allen is neither one of those things in the movie. <laughs> Even at the end, when he's when he's fully, uh, you know, uh, yeah, he's not very Santa-y, is he? He's he's the least Santa-y actor you've seen doing it. There's nothing about him that is remotely Santa-like. Yeah, his his house is the worst house you would want Santa Claus to fall off of, right? <laughs> Isn't it? It'd be like it'd be like I don't know. Oh, um, in the eighties, Santa Claus fell off Jeffrey Dahmer's roof, and now Jeffrey Dahmer's Santa Claus. He's really good Santa Claus, but he eats people as well oh bollocks oh you know bugger (laughs) it's like couldn't he why couldn't he fall off someone else's house why couldn't he fall off judge reinhold's house because that would have been a better story absolutely but yeah they they, they didn't didn't even really try very hard i mean i know it's a cheap movie that accidentally became huge but yeah they they don't even try to go through the explanations of well how do you get around all that time and this kind of stuff they make a few comments like well there's not that many houses (laughs) i'm in a time zone they don't and really they, talk about it, do they? Yeah. In fairness, yeah. they, they do have a few things like, you know, how do you go down chimney the aren't there? And like, he transmutes yes. In fairness, I quite like that. I thought that, that was, was a, nice, a nice touch. Yeah. yeah. And there's the little girl he meets on the two separate Christmases who remembers yeah. him. And, and that's nice goes, as well. Yeah. I, um, you're much better this year, you know, and this kind of stuff. But it's it's thin gruel. It's, it has to carry you along a lot. It really, it, it really does. It really does. Um, 
I mean, yeah, it, 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 I don't, I mean, I don't know, there's some, these kinds of films, I guess, really, the quintessential Christmas films, the the um, the routines that you have at Christmas, you can forgive a lot, can't you, in a lot of them, because they are part of your kind of upbringing and your nostalgia, and perhaps for, I mean, I can't even imagine a child watching this in the early 90s going, that was brilliant, because it fundamentally questions the existence of Santa Claus in a in a non it were in a in a very literal way. Yeah. And in, yeah. Uh, again, the the ninety well again the nineties are the literal decade. This is a very literal. It's the Santa Claus. Even the title of the film is cynical. Yes. Isn't yeah, it? It's Santa not even. There's nothing romantic or Christmassy about yeah. a film called The Santa Claus, is it? Yeah. It's cynical. It's it's just oh, it's horrible. But again, <laughs> it's horrible. It, it, Tradition plays a lot and, you know, whisper it softly. It may be possible that even Santa Claus the movie is not the best Christmas film, but I won't hear a word against it because well, that's that, yeah. what I saw at a time in my life. So I will forgive anyone who holds this in their heart, because if yes, they saw course. it, with, if they saw it with their family at Christmas time and that's what means to them. But it's yeah. on, on its own, the cold, you know, under the microscope of the Crombies. Um, oh, and that's ugh. all we can do, isn't it? That's all, all we, we can do. do. Yeah. I, I agree. I, yeah, I agree with you. I gave Absolutely my best shot. I, I took my family to watch it too. So it's like I put them through it to get their reaction. And apart yeah. from the fact, like the fact you kill a Santa, you become a Santa. They want much, and they, they like the elves, you know, having fun. But even the Santa Claus the movie workshop was like, this looks so cheap, which it was cheap. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it looked and was cheap. Yeah, and I mean, you know, listen, long-time listeners will be aware that Santa Claus the movie was our first weekend at Crombie's review, or way back in 2018, um, Jan- January 2018, as I oh, often remind you. Long-suffering listeners. Yeah, indeed. But, um, and I think at the time, um, uh, I don't know, obviously we're doing these, we're doing the 12 days of Crombie, and the, the more the more modern Christmas films I watch the more I think about Santa Claus, the movie, and the fact that I think I was a bit unfair on it. I think I gave it three disembodied Crombie heads, but which isn't terrible at all in any way, shape or form. But at the same time, it did a lot of things. It was trying to do a lot of things right. And yeah. whilst it didn't get it all right, I can forgive a lot of that because it's a well-meaning film, particularly the first half of the film, which is set in the North Pole. And as a... Oh, as lovely, a, isn't it? yeah. it's I'll lovely. Again. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, as a as an origin story, Santa Claus the movie works so much better than this. Oh, good grief! Isn't it? Yeah, it's a beautiful origin story in many ways, isn't it? It's again, I, I can hear it now that yeah, the the stars are twinkling and you hear that little yeah. Danish lady go, "Oh, the Vendigum come out." Yeah, it makes yeah. It's like yeah, it's it's really nice and it's and again, it had heart. I suppose the difference is this had heart and this is a punchline about the fact that claws sounds a bit like claws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly. what the entire movie was around. But you say again, yeah, it looked cheap. I remember seeing a basically a Hallmark movie with Anna Kendrick in it. There's a very recent one called Noel, oh, which yeah. is basically everyone lived. She she's Santa Claus's daughter or granddaughter they live in the north pole and she basically through a, a series of accidents and omissions becomes the new santa claus yeah that has a lot of heart to it as well like it's 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 silly and it's light but it's played with a bit of heart like she's genuinely wanting to be a good yeah. santa claus because she cares about the kids and that's really the baseline to be a santa isn't it it's like you've got oh, to yeah. care about the kids <laughs> scott <laughs> can barely cook for his son <laughs> oh and and I think maybe the the biggest criticism of this film of the Santa Claus is I I it doesn't take a huge amount of effort to make a Christmas film that you root for right I think Christmas films are the they are the 
I don't know. They're the film. The Christmas Christmas films are the films that you can you can like the least, but still like them. If that makes sense. Any other yeah. genre of film, I, I have an affinity to horror as well. So I suppose for me, horror is another one where it can be a really crappy film, but I'll still quite like it. So as you say, you know, you there's a lot of goodwill when you watch a Christmas film, isn't there? You're yes, willing yeah. you're willing the film to be to to be okay, to be fine. Yeah. And you will forgive a lot because it's a Christmas film and it's got to be schmaltzy and it's got to be a little bit a little bit innocent and childlike and it can't make sense fully and all that kind of stuff. It's not because it's got heart. You can forgive all of those flaws, right? And and the Santa Claus the fundamental criticism of the Santa Claus is it, it lacks heart. It just lacks any kind of heart to the film. It's slapdash. It feels like it's been thrown together as a Tim Allen vehicle. I mean, it is a Tim Allen vehicle, but the problem is Tim Allen isn't, he's not invested in it. Or if he is, he's invested in it doing his own version of himself. And to be honest, I couldn't care less about Tim Allen. I couldn't care yeah. less about him. I don't care. Yeah, absolutely agree. But, if it if it is a vehicle, he's not driving it particularly well. No, um, give, if, if that's, I, that's I would rather best, see yeah. would rather see Jeffrey Dahmer as Santa Claus <laughs> than Tim Allen. It'd be a more interesting film. I'd give that. I'd I'd go a bit closer to him and said rather see Judge Reinhold as, as Santa yeah, Claus. Maybe than, maybe there. Maybe. Yeah, that's a bit more realistic. But yeah, I think <laughs> so. Have, have we uh, have we finished putting the snow capped boot into Santa the Santa Claus now? I think we have, haven't we? I think, I think we so. Sh- should we? Should we give this it? This may be our shortest us? weekend at Crombies, but I think it's a good indication of our feeling. <laughs> but yes. if you're if you're still curious as to what we're going to score it, hang on Look, there. The Santa Claus doesn't deserve any more of our time. The only thing I would say, giving it slightly more of our time, is that bizarrely, it led to two incredibly successful sequels as well. I mean, what and then the a hell TV series? Won? And then a TV series. What is happening? It has made a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the second film made nearly 200 million US dollars, right? The third film made, well, see, the third, the third film made over 100 million dollars, but only cost 12 million dollars to make. I mean, it what? was getting cheaper. It was getting cheaper. <laughs> I know. Cheaper. They, they obviously thought we don't need to invest any money in these films because people will still watch it, and that oh, is man. why modern Hollywood studio films are awful. Most of them, <laughs> right? Because they don't care about the customer. They don't care about the cinema goers, the film watchers. It's all about how cheap can we make a film that will make the most money. That's it. And there was like a 10-year gap between Santa Claus and Santa Claus 2. So it was not like, <laughs> we've got momentum, let's go. It's like, what can we crap out? What was made a lot of money 10 years ago? The Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Oh, the worst one about the Santa Claus Three is it's got Jack Frost as a character. Oh as well. no, he's played by Martin Short, who I think deserves. <laughs> I would watch that just for Martin Short. I think he's very funny. He is, but I almost. I, I can't. bet he ate the scenery up. I bet he had a grand old time. <laughs> it's all I like Martin Short, but that is all he can do. Oh, <laughs> he can, yeah, but all he what? does is eat the scenery. I mean, he eats it well. Don't get me wrong. Martin but... Short would have been great as Scott Calvin. Anybody? Anybody? We've already said Jeffrey Dahmer. That's the bar we've set with yeah. better Scott Calvin. <laughs> but Martin Short would have been very good. Is he's been very good as the Martin Short? Ju- ju- uh, Judge Gently, Martin Short. Who's the, Judge uh, the British? The British actor, Martin Short. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? <laughs> I do. I'm well, from the uh, the professionals. Well, Bodie the professionals. Yeah, he'd be quite good. We've singularly given the Santa Claus more of our time. <laughs> well, we've now got into 1970s British television, so <laughs> I'm more than happy. Yeah. <laughs> Look, let's do scores on the doors. But before we do that, um, it's probably worth taking your Santa Claus outfit off and having a good shower to get rid of all the dirt.
Uh, here we are again. Um, scores on the doors. I mean, do we need to? I suppose I'm interested to understand whether you think it's a Christmassy film. But shall I go first on this? Go on, one? you go first. Um, I mean, just what a terrible waste of space this film is. An absolute shambles from start to finish with no discernible, interesting character uh, development in it with a plot that is just lazy as anything. I can't even remember much about it other than in the end... Tim Allen floats down on a with a bag of presents to take his son away. I mean, it's just such a weird film. It's so awful. And Tim Allen, you know what? Oh, just, just go away. One star. Is it Christmassy? No, no. You know what this is? This is the epitome of everything that isn't Christmassy about Christmas. You know, the cynical, um, the cynical way that this film has been put together, it's, and. Even though I've not seen the Santa Claus 2 or the Santa Claus 3, because they exist as well, it just reinforces my point. So it's 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 one for Christmasiness as well. I just hate it. I hate everything about this film. <laughs> <laughs> one and one. I, I was almost tempted to give it a bit more than that because I watched it with my family. We all made it through it and they didn't hate it. But no, it's rubbish. I it's, hate it. Well, you know, we, we, we've had to struggle through some movies. I have to bribe with many yeah. crisps to keep them on the, on the sofa. We all sat through it. They kind of like some of the hijinks. But basically, no, it's rubbish. The plot is awful. The, 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 you know, Tim Allen is not a good leading man in this role at all. Uh, and, yeah, it's incredibly soulless and pointless. Um, and there's so much potential you could have done with it with a decent plot, a better actor, and a, just a little bit of heart. So it's yeah. as a film, it's one Christmassy. You're right, it's not remotely Christmassy. Um, it wears all the, the trappings of it because it thinks it's funny um, mm. and it thinks that's enough to get a laugh, but it's not. And it's, um, it's another one. It's one on one. This is a low point. Whoa. There is, you know, at the very least, the Christmas film needs to have heart, doesn't it? Yeah. And then you can forgive everything else. Absolutely. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't even have that. I mean, how hard is that? Oh, maybe that's the hardest thing. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe love. Love is the hardest thing, isn't it? I guess in the end. There we go. So uh, that, that's the end. message we're ending on. You see, so we, we find out with uh, love well, being the hardest uh, thing. We leave you to uh, scoop up the corpse of the old man in front of your house. <laughs> And uh, give it to someone who'd appreciate it, like maybe Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. But, Whatever you do, do not think about Father Christmas or Santa Claus doing the things that Tim Allen might be doing in a bedroom many hundreds of miles away. When he's summoned immediately by his son <laughs> with absolutely no warning or any time to you know, pull his trousers up. You just do it for fun. It's, as you get older, you'd be you'd be well up for doing that as well. You'd be just like, I'm going to call him again. Come on, let's call him again. Yeah, come on. Hey, Santa Claus, it's the middle of summer, but hey. Middle of night, middle of winter. You'd have a real nervous tick by that. You just keep on doing it again and again and again and again. <laughs> Bit bored now. Summon dad. Uh, anyway, with that. Uh, we shall we shall purge this from our minds and never speak of it again. But we hope you have a very happy and a very healthy weekend at Crombies. Good evening, all. Weekend at Crombies. We're living together for our first Christmas. You know, you make a fuss because actually, <laughs> I say make a fuss. I had to be dragged into it. The only way I was allowed to do, I did Christmas was when I could do a whole kind of theme. I wanted like a, um, an ice palace, and I was like blue, blue and 
silver ornaments. Otherwise, like, I don't want to do any Christmas. So I got talked uh, into it. But of course, we had no car. We were in London. So I was in Wandsworth. So I go, yeah. let's, nip, let's step down the local B&Q, which was like a mile down the road. It's like, how are you yeah. going to get this back? Oh, carry it. It's only a tree. Yeah, so it's like no lugging this tree. I'm like, yeah, I got it all back on my shoulder. The pine needles were like digging into my neck and my face. <laughs> so I had all these puncture wounds. And it's like, oh, ha, ho, ho. It's <laughs> <laughs> and I do remember that year actually because that was the year we'd spent all the money on decorations so we could only afford the cheapest <laughs> spruce tree at the end of the line so it died before Christmas so the needles oh, were no. off and it was the yeah. same year I got really I got like the flu for the first time in 10 years so like proper oh, flu no. where I was oh, actually awful, I, could, I couldn't eat and I was feeling awful so and I couldn't do anything like I'd sit there with my breakfast untouched in the sofa all day unable to move just me oh, and the no, tree really? as the tree slowly dropped its needles and it was dying in front of me so <laughs> you've just... never recovered from that really I was just sitting in the sofa thinking, I'm dying. The tree's dying. It's like, <laughs> like Rosencrantz and Gilderstein. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe the tree was, it was, it was sympathy dying. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was doing. like a suicide pact. Yeah. <laughs> Even the tree. 